Welcome back to Metal Sniff. Metal Sniff, where my best friend tortures me every week. I love you. Yeah, fucking better. <laughs> so this so week... So this week, you're torturing me with brutal metal, according to Instagram? Brutal death metal. Can we, wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about Instagram for a sec? Sure. Can we talk about, like, your videos? Uh-huh. And how you're fucking adorable because you're such an Aries because you're like, okay, I pulled it, turn it off. Like, I'm bored now. Like, as soon as I you announce it. I do the thing it, and then I stop. And then you're done. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, you're so funny because most people, like most podcasters or most whoever would be like, would be like, oh, look, it's brutal. Oh, yay. That's going to be great. And blah, blah, blah. And you would like, you know, hype it for a second. But yeah. you're just like, and we're done now. Yep. I announced it. Goodbye. You don't even say goodbye. You're not even like, so we'll see you there, snippers. You're like nothing. You're like not gimmicky at all, which is like gimmicky in its adorableness. And you're just like, okay, this, it's brutal. Click. I'm always been like that, though. I'm like, I said the thing I needed to say. Now and it's we're, time to and go. we're done. Bye. I used to be a manager for this big company, and that was something that. <laughs> I got comments about was that like some of the other managers would call and they would like talk for fucking ever and people would be annoyed because they'd be like we have things to do but I would just call and give you the message that you need to have and then here I would are the hang things up. that you need to know and I gotta go now bye yeah but you're not even like I got like that's the weirdest part for me is like <laughs> most people that are like very quick like that they're like okay here's your message thank you this was Amy Amy out or like something like they say something right but you're just like there's a message click <laughs> like you don't even you're not even like see you later no, click I, I ain't got time for that bullshit I have it's, to do the thing that I need to do and then do the next where thing where do you always Bye. think you're rushing off to like where where I are you trying know. to go I don't know yeah no one knows I am always rushing off and then I rush off and I'm like now what I know <laughs> you, like, like you could have taken the extra second to say goodbye or to be like see you there sniffers or something because it's not like you were busy but you think you are you always think you, it's so funny I mean, I think one of my biggest quotes is like, I have things to do. So. Yes. You're like, we've discussed this. I have things to do. Yeah. Those it, are the two things you will always hear from Amy. We've discussed this. Or I have things to do. Yeah. I like, have things to do. I have people to see. I have places to go. Where am like, I going? I don't know. No one knows. I have things to do. None of us can figure it out. <laughs> so anyway, I'm Anyways, sorry. Brutal Metal as but announced But you have to say it like that. Brutal. Don't make me say it stupid. <laughs> so I told her she had to watch some Metalocalypse because Ugh. I was like, you know, Death Clock. Like, if I'm going to be listening to brutal death metal, I really want to be able to make reference to Death Clock constantly. Which you kind of won't get to because I didn't, I could only watch one episode. <laughs> I want For starters, for starters, you, okay, can we just, can we just back up a second because like I'm not sure. trying to be a shitty friend. Uh-huh. But, like, you know I have, like, sensory overload issues. Yes. And so it's, like, I don't watch anything you guys send me. Which is really nice to like, if you guys you send me ten brutal death. Yes, right? So, like, if you guys send me, like, 10-second TikTok videos, I usually don't push the button because it's stimulation overload. Mm. So, like, yeah, one five-minute clip or whatever of that was tons was for me. Tense, yeah, okay. and, it's, and it's, like, emotionally overstimulating. Uh-huh. Because it's, like, just so fucking stupid that you're kind of, like, internally pissed off the entire time. Uh-huh. I get and that. And then it's also, like, but why are you so stupid? But why are you so stupid? Like, you just can't... Like, there's just so much processing uh-huh. for that kind of... To, like, watch and do that kind of thing. And then you're, like... But I still need to say that And there's part brutal. of you that's, like, oh, like, why do you still have glass in your hand? Like, that is alarming and scary and gory for no reason. And, like... Why? Like, stop doing those things. Totally like, brutal. And it's so it's just like so many emotions for a five-minute clip of dumb shit. Uh huh. 
So you see why I don't push play ever. Yeah. Especially when sense. it's from you. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. I love you. Because it's either this kind of stuff, which is like super overstimulating for me, uh-huh. or you're sending me like spiritual type stuff. Yeah. And it's just like way too much info because it just like clouds everything. Yes, because you have your own information and you don't want anyone else's because you know best. No, because... Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's because when you get so many like dibbles and dabbles and so many different things everything becomes clouded yeah because you stop being able to like think and reason for yourself because you spent so much time listening to everyone else's opinion and everyone else's idea and everyone else's take yeah then what is your take yeah and so i would rather like have friends who are into all different things because when someone's really passionate about something they distill that information for you really well and then you get a bunch of different perspectives and a bunch of different opinions yeah And then you don't have to spend hours and hours clouding yourself with research. Yeah. But you know I love research. I love it. It's my favorite That's because we are like the opposite human. I know. But it's helpful sometimes that I research and you don't. Because you're like, oh, that's information I I needed. I don't know know if you know that I do this to you. Like, I don't know if you're aware (laughs) of this. It's kind of like your boyfriend when you're like, you have to find a way to get him to do things without telling him to do it because then he won't do it. Uh-huh. So you have to like work around, right? So I, this is my Amy workaround. Yeah, where is you're it, like, I don't know anything. I'm just a dumb girl. I'm totally a dumb girl. <laughs> don't I look like a dumb girl to you? No, you look like a butch lesbian sometimes. Most of the time. <laughs> but that's just because of social stereotypes. Yes, it is. We were just laughing because we um, took my children out for breakfast this morning. And then dropped them off at school. Yes, but also we look like a couple half the time. People well, always think people that cats are my we're a couple. Yes. Because when you see... A chick with one side of her head shaved and dreadlocks, who's made up and all pretty and wearing four (laughs) layers of lipstick, and then you see a chick beside her with a shaved head and a tattoo on it and facial piercings, people make assumptions, and that's real shitty, Yeah. but that is the assumption people make. Which, like, even I picked you up at work the other night, Amy's (laughs) car is broken down, this is not like that. But <laughs> it could be like that. It totally could. But you won't play with me. <laughs> you won't let me touch your feet. This is the whole conversation. This is the argument we always come back to. <laughs> anyway. Slut tension okay. here, guys. <laughs> Jonathan's going to be like, what the fuck? You guys have to record in the house from now on. <laughs> no bedroom door closed either. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we, we, I picked her up at work yesterday and I went and told her I was there and then I bought something and then I left and I said to her coworker, cause I couldn't find her. I said, can you just tell Amy that I'm waiting in the car? And so he did tell her, but he wasn't like, Hey, your ride's here. He was like, Hey, some bald chick is waiting for you. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> like Now it's like, now it's like he probably thinks that's my boyfriend, which is But fine. everyone else thinks you're my boyfriend. Yeah. My kids did ask if but she could is, be my new boyfriend. But this is the hilarious thing. This is the other thing that we were discussing this morning. Is yeah. like, So I was like, hey, do you want me to come in? <laughs> because <laughs> people are going to make assumptions and it amuses the crap out of me, even though it's awful. Yeah, but also we were talking about how difficult it would and be it's, if you And you have to understand were. that like, we are very, very... Um, open-minded people yes and we do not live in an open-minded town and especially where the children go to school is even less open-minded I would say yep and so to walk in there like with my tattoo sleeve and my shaved head would just please me ever so greatly on the (laughs) average day just just for the vibe just for the like yeah I can feel your shock 
and dismay from here. Thank you. That's why I do this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just for the vibe. But then, like, the two of us walk in together with you all done up and me in my sweats. Yeah. Like, dude, I look like a freaking... Like, I look like a freaking... She looks like my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if it weren't for the tits, you couldn't even tell. No, probably not. So, anyway, I'm sorry. So, this was... So, this was the hilarity that was ensuing this morning. Mm Mm-hmm. On our way to record a podcast. Uh-huh. Just for you sniffers. So back to brutal death metal. Do we have to? <laughs> yes. Fuck, I'll do anything to get out of this so one. This have is, you noticed? Like, we're ripping a band-aid off. <laughs> like, this episode and You're next... not going to go to the hardest one first, are you? This is like... What do you mean the next episode? You haven't pulled next week's yet, have you? Well, we had an announcement... So oh, next okay. week, but I'm not. Oh yeah, you are making me be part. I am making you be part. Yeah. <laughs> so next week we have a really <laughs> special guest, which I'm super excited about. Actually, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're having a special guest. His name is Boozy. He We're is not going to be able to record in my car. That's fine. <laughs> we'll record in the house with the door open. <laughs> door open. Yeah, in case we're having a threesome. Yeah, exactly. Podcasting threesome. Hey, Boozy listens to this, man. <laughs> Boozy, you're going to get laid. No, you're not. <laughs> Leave your dick at home. <laughs> Is that an option? Can you just order? <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Leave your dick okay. at home. Don't take your dick to B-Y-O-D. B-Y-O-D. <laughs> okay. Off track. Anyways, so <laughs> so Boozy's gonna have to put up with me, poor fucker. I know. And next, and me. Yeah, <laughs> Boozy is week. from the podcast The Tarot Table, which is a, a podcast all about horror movies. So we thought that he would be the perfect person to help us go through gorecore. I know. So this is kind of a two-parter. Want It's kind of a two-parter because they're very connected. Um, there are bands in this genre. Okay, wait, that... wait. Can we go back for a sec? Sure. What kind of brutal is it? Okay, do you want me to give you the definition and then we'll keep talking? Like, I just want to, I just, okay, because there's like so many different ways that people use brutal. Yes. I want to okay. know which brutal. Like, brutal, like, this is so fucking disgusting, I'm going to want to puke. Um, that's more next Because week. when you, like, see, I was just going <laughs> to say, because when you partner with Gorkor, I get worried. Yeah, so there are bands in this genre that I am skipping because I think that they fit more in the gorecore kind of realm, which is why you're not going to hear any Cannibal Corpse today. Oh, gee. Great. (laughs) So I know a lot of you are going to expect Brutal Death Metal, Cannibal Corpse, but they're going to be next week with our gorecore stuff, so that'll be fun. That'll be so much fun, right, Kat? Oh, yeah, I can't wait to puke my guts out. It's going to be great. I also told Boozy that we need to listen to, uh... You know the whole thing I was just saying about how I get so overly stimulated, like emotionally overstimulated? Yeah. So it's going to be like all the overstimulation for two weeks in a row. Yeah, so this is like two weeks in a row of this, but... Oh, and we might have to record this one in two parts, and so then it's like three times. Yes. Fuck my life. Why do I do this for you? Maybe I am your boyfriend. You are my boyfriend. No one ever told me. (laughs) This is just like when I got married. (laughs) <laughs> it's awesome. He didn't tell me we were dating either, that fucker. <laughs> Would I have got my chest tattooed on the day I met his mother? Probably fucking not. Also, I wouldn't have worn a tank top that says, does your girlfriend know where you are and glow in the dark letters? <laughs> oh my God, I love uh, that. My ex super Christian husband's mother. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is... <laughs> 
that statement? Does your girlfriend know where you are? Very much you sums glow up your in life. the dark letters. It sums up your life. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's like my whole life, which is ironic because I only wore that tank top once to meet my super Christian husband's mother, <laughs> and I lost it. Like I literally never saw it again. You know why? Yeah, I do now that you stop and think about it. But like at the time, he I did. It. I was like, "Where did my shirt go?" And my- now, all these years later, I'm like, "Oh, he hid it." My mother used to do this to my I- dad. <laughs> she would put it at the very bottom of the laundry basket because he's not gonna look in the laundry basket. And he'd be like, "I can't find my pink shirt," and she'd be like, "I have no idea." That's, I'm not sure where that would be. I mean, I do all the laundry and all the folding and everything else in this house, but, like, haven't seen it. Haven't seen it at all. That's what happened to your shirt. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> anyway, so I'm reading so this I definition. still have to do brutal core. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Back well, we go. brutal death metal. I'm sorry. And gore death core. metal and gore core. Yeah, so we're ripping the band-aid off all at once. Because both of these are going to be, like, probably the hardest, most intense metal that we're going to listen to ever. Oh, joy. Uh-huh. So, you know how you said that symphonic death metal was, like, throwing you into the deep end of the pool? We're not in a pool anymore. Now we're in the ocean. And there's sharks. And there's sharks. And you don't have a dinghy. And there's not just sharks. <laughs> Apparently the sharks are, like, tearing people's intestines out. Yes. Great! Through their buttholes. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> and there's maggots. How would a shark even do that? <laughs> and there's maggots. Why? There's not maggots in the ocean. There's too much salt. There's always maggots. In Gorkor. <laughs> Why? Oh, can I feed them to my beardy? Sure. Yeah. Hey, that, I want. That's get... how you can fix this: is just feed the maggots to your dragon, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Why are there maggots? There's always maggots. There's always like maggot-infested buttholes and stuff. That's, that's how this goes. Well, get into it. <laughs> I, I'm not getting into a maggot-infested butthole for anyone. <laughs> not even you. Can I use that as a quote? <laughs> oh my god, I'm saving that. <laughs> And I am going to put it on our Instagram and TikTok and the whole world. You can do whatever you want as you've proven time. This is like sound bites I'm keeping. I am not getting into a maggot infested butthole for anyone. (laughs) Not even you. (laughs) Saving that. Saving it forever. Forever? Okay. Noted. It's going to be someone's ringtone. Yes. That's awful. I'm going to make a YouTube video with like a remix. (laughs) Butthole. Butthole. No, I take it back. I'm so sorry. You now it's recorded for the whole internet forever. I know. Once you put it on the internet, it's over. It's over. Okay, so now I'm gonna actually read our definition of brutal death metal. So brutal death metal is a subgenre of death metal. Okay. Go figure. I got it. That privileges... Okay, I thought this was kind of funny. That privileges heaviness, speed, and complex rhythms over other aspects, such as melody and timbers. <laughs> so, we take all the loud noises and make them even Louder. more loud yeah. than the stuff you're supposed to listen to in most music. Yeah, exactly. Great. I'm and then we take the other stuff um, that you like and we, like, tone it way down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I noticed that part. Brutal death metal bands employ high-speed palm-muted power cording and single-note riffage. So, degenting. Degenting, yeah. (laughs) But with power cording... Why does it sound so dirty? Like, are you going to come and degent me, baby? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Can I touch your feet? (laughs) If I'm going to degent you, then obviously. Right? I mean, I think we're perfect. You're going to have to. 
Um, okay, like so that's that's what I know. <laughs> that's what you got? <laughs> that's what I got. I'm a dirty pig. And so the Which very first perfect band, for this genre. You are a dirty pig. But Megan infects your butthole. Gross. <laughs> Why would I ever say such a thing? I know. So our first band today is Dying Fetus. What? Yep. Why? Because it is. Do you want to look up their bio for no, Dying Fetus? No. I don't want to look up their... I don't want to type that into my phone. Yes, you do. Gross. You're going to get put on some sort of watch list. I am going to put a fucking watch list. Fucking metalhead watch list. <laughs> Fuck my life. No, dying I take it back. Fetus. I'll go to Kitty Porn anything. Just let me go. I've always kind of liked Dying Fetus. However. Yeah. I, however. Could see. I mean, we'll discuss it later. Yeah. There's Dying Fetus. Yay. Do you want to read their bio? No. Bro? Why is it so little? Oh. <clears throat> uh, though forever doomed, commercially speaking, by their controversial name, valid, Maryland's dying fetus endured beyond most observers' wildest expectations. Endured, sorry. Formed in the waning days of death metal's glorious heyday by John Gallagher, Nick Spelios, Brian Latta, Jason Netherton, and Kevin Talley, Dying Fetus combined their death metal with hardcore influences in order to develop their own form of American grindcore. But while pioneering bands like Napalm Death, see, that's a cool name. Why can't more people have names like that? Can we listen to them? We can. (laughs) Is it on this episode? It's not, but they're awesome. (laughs) While pioneering bands like Napalm Death and Carcass had taken the UK and Europe by storm, this subgenre never really caught on in America and had been utterly buried by grunge by the time Dying Fetus released their 95 debut, Infatuation with Malevolence. Infatuation with Malevolence, really. Which admittedly did little more than collect their old demos into a single package. Okay. After downsizing to a quartet with Spelios' departure, the band truly began to hit its stride with a slew of increasingly confident and inspired releases, including 96's Purification Through Violence, 98's Killing on Adrenaline, and 2000's Destroy the Opposition. I'm noticing a theme. Destruction? <laughs> I... No comment. All the while, their notoriety continued to grow steadily within the extreme metal underground, as did their audience, thanks to a ferocious live presence and incessant touring at home and abroad with similarly aggressive bands like Cataclysm, The Crown, and Behemoth. You've talked about Behemoth before. I love Behemoth. Between Road Jaunts, the band kept itself busy re-releasing an expanded version of its debut in 99 and the Grotesque Impalement EP. Okay, that's actually cool. Grotesque Grotesque Impalement? Impalement. Yeah. I mean, there's poetry here with Megan Infested Buttholes. We're not going there. (laughs) Don't even start. Anyway, uh, Grotesque Impalement EP in 2000, but trouble was just around the corner. Midway through 2001, Gallagher was handed resignation letters from the other members who proceeded to join forces a new project called Misery Index, and thus left the future of Dying Fetus very much in doubt. But everyone's surprised Gallagher wasted no time hiring an entirely new lineup. Consisting of vocalist Vince Matthews, guitarist Mike Kimball, bassist Sean Beasley, and drummer Eric Sayenga, a new single entitled Vengeance Unleashed, appropriate, was recorded to support the band's touring commitments, which included that year's Wacken Open Air Festival, after which Dying Fetus entered the studio to prepare their fifth album, 2003's eagerly awaited Stop at Nothing. The blistering war... <clears throat> Also appropriate. The blistering war of attrition appeared in 2007, following three years later by descent into depravity, both of them on relapse. Uh, arriving in 2012, Reign Supreme became their first to reach the main Billboard album charts. In 2017, the band issued its ninth studio long player, Wrong One to Fuck With, again via relapse. <laughs> this is the first bio that I enjoyed. Because <laughs> you like all the names. 
I no, I didn't <laughs> like all the names, but I just I like it was it was like Precise enough information, but like still interesting information. Uh-huh. Whoever wrote this bio, you did a great job. Not that you can hear me because you're probably not going to listen to this, but hey, I put it out there. Do you want to listen to Diane Fetus now? No. Yeah, you do. I don't. You do. But you're going to make me, so uh-huh. like, yeah, sure, I'm ready, let's go. Okay, we'll be back. Dying Fetus. Yeah, I like the lyrics, actually. Yeah, because we did look them up. I it- had to look them up. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm working on it. She is developing a metal ear, I have to say. I'm trying real hard. You you are. Like, you put up with that much better than most people. <laughs> you, okay, I guess I am developing a metal ear because yeah. I, like, we both thought I was going to, like, hate this so much. Yeah. And, like, that's pretty good. Yes! Okay. <laughs> so, you're like, oh, my God, I'm converting her! <laughs> Praise the Lord! Praise <laughs> the gods! Okay. All of them. Um... Yeah, so I like them, but I do not like his vocals that much. Like, I feel like he's burping. He's like, bleh, bleh, bleh. I actually didn't mind his vocals um, as far as, like, I liked the amount of texture, mm. so to speak. I did like that, and but I'm much more, like, I like brassier. And I didn't feel like he sounded like he was burping because oh, he actually had quite a lot of tonality despite maintaining that sound, <laughs> that texture. Well, that... Uh, you know, and, think that and it's... actually, I could, I felt like I could almost make out the words. Yeah, and sometimes Which, like, what I, happens I don't when you to. when also, you listen to a band like that, I a lot of the times, if you the read the lyrics, after that you'll hear it. Yes, and I and we and I read them out of sync. Yeah, but nonetheless, I will. And we were doing that the other time, and it did help. Yes, anyway. but they had much mm. more intelligent lyrics than you would expect from a band called Dying Fetus. Truth. Yes. <laughs> but it, like, okay, but I think part of the problem with that is, like, I think having read, like, their biography and then listening to some of their music and seeing the lyrics, like, you start to see that Dying Fetus is more of, like, a statement about what they're singing about. It's more about, like, we're dead before we're even born. Yes. And, like, you start to see that it's, like, way more existential than just, like, being gross assholes. Uh-huh. But I think that, like, it's... But that's what it comes off as, which is fine, I think. I know. And and fine. You're right. Fine. But, like, I was expecting this to be gross uh-huh. and kind of yucky. And it's kind of dark, which I, I like. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also, like, kind of, like, end times biblical. Mm-hmm. And very, like... Um, very often, Like, yeah. preachy. In a kind of, like, moral way. Yeah. And I really like that, actually. Yeah, um, something... Like, it's a- very, like, thought and, uh, emotion-provoking. And, and, like, so it's, so it's interesting, because, like, even before we were joking, we were like, oh, you're gonna hate it, and, like, rip the band-aid off, and, like, you're just gonna, it's gonna suck. But I was like, why does this suck? Like, do you know what mm. I mean? Like, because the lyrics are actually very intelligent and yep. very meaningful. Yep. The, when you... Hear, once you've heard the lyrics and you get to you see the band a little bit, then you start to realize the name isn't about being gross. The name is about a statement. One of my favorite bands, which we are going to get to in a little bit of time, is called Red Rotting Christ, mm-hmm. and that sounds gross. Mm-hmm. And you but would like, think that they would be really but it's gross. interesting because these guys, so like, like, like now my whole brain is upside down, right? So I'm yeah. like, okay, so like Rotting Christ, I'm like, okay, let's not be grossed out for just a second. Oh my God, Rotting Christ let's is just amazing. like talk about how that's actually like a really interesting way of talking about like modern Christianity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Whoa. They're from Greece. So, okay. And I just, I fucking love And this them. is actually really interesting because 
you totally roped me into this. Yes. And I don't like overstimulating things and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I do. I have been really enjoying this in some ways. Uh-huh. And, like, I don't necessarily always go and listen to other stuff. Like, like this stuff when I'm not with you now. Yeah. But, like, I definitely am, like, developing a more of appreciation. And I... And you roped me into this. One of the hooks you used <laughs> was... If you stop and think about it... I'm an it, excellent salesperson. She really is. <laughs> She's like, all metalheads are really intelligent. Whether we they're are. nerdy or geeky or whatever, metal is for people that like to think. Mm-hmm. And metal is for people that want everything to be, like, intense and complex. And I was it's like... It's the meat and potatoes. Like, it's not sugary. Like, you're not... Like, it's a very interesting trifecta. Yeah. Like, like the intensity and the intellectualism, like, and the knowledge base. Like, the obvious, like... Um, educated place these lyrics are being written from uh-huh. like very and also and very also, like awoken say... like socially awoken places yep <laughs> like whoa like so cool because mm-hmm. this is like not to be an ignorant asshole but this is a community that now i'm like maybe this is something i wouldn't mind looking further into if not because i'm madly in love with the lyrics but because it the sounds people. like these are some really fucking cool people they are yeah and like i mean you're cool but like i know but like <laughs> you know Mm-hmm. It could have been a fluke. It could have been, yeah. So, um, I was also gonna say, like, my friend. Brandon, did you think this was the band that was gonna make me say that? No, I did not at all. Yeah, there are other bands today that we're gonna talk about that I yeah, like yeah. better than Dying Fetus. Yeah, but yeah, like, I, this is not what I expected. This is not the conversation you thought we'd <laughs> no. have after the first band. Um, and when we get to brutal death metal like this, I think something you have to discuss is that there seems to be two perspectives and that seems to change whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be they're yelling at me and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm being attacked or I'm with them and I'm attacking everyone else. Oh, that's weird. Do you know what I mean? See, whereas I'm just more like, Oh my God, these guys get it. Like this is, Uh... this is someone I would follow into a parade. See, that's, you're getting there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm with them, and we're going to go <laughs> change like, the world. But, like, to me, but that's what I'm doing in we're my life right you. now. Right, yeah. but, but that's, what I'm, that's what I'm wanting in my life right now, and I'm out there waving my own flag and singing my own song uh-huh. in hopes that others will hear and be like, yes, that's what I want. Let's go with her. So I get what they're doing, and, and so I don't, I don't, I guess to me, it doesn't feel like an attack. It feels like a reclamation. Yes. Well, that's the difference. Like, come with me. Let's reclaim our power. Yes, and that's, that's what the they're saying too. That's the people who like this stuff. The other but side it's not attacking. is they're yelling at me, We're and not I don't being like aggressive. it. Yeah, that's what like that's the difference. Your mom would say yes. And why is, are they yelling at me? I don't like it. This is certainly Can't the you genre. Be your boyfriend cat's a girl. Yeah, that's what my mother says. <laughs> Her eight-year-old son goes, maybe cat can be your boyfriend. And she's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then, like, we relay this story. She relays the story to her mother later. And her mom's it's like... funny. <laughs> like, cat can't be your boyfriend. Cat's a girl. Like, how would that even work? That's just not even a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I goodness. could show you a video or two, but I'm... I, no, I won't. <laughs> show you how this works. We have pamphlets. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have a minute to talk about lesbianism? <laughs> How about, do you have, do you have a minute to talk about, like, anything <laughs> not heteronormative? <laughs> yeah, we're just going to go door anything to door like ever? the Mormons. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. It Can really we do was. that? 
Can Why not? We, can we like start an organization that goes door to door talking like, about talking about talking about inclusivity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like talking about how we like all religions and all people. And so we're all not everything. converting though. No, we're just going around and talking about how everyone should be inclusive. Come join our lesbian cult. <laughs> no. Why do you keep using the word lesbian? Inclusive is better because then it's That's everybody. True. That's true. That's true. Because then we could go. It's and funnier we could be like, if it's a lesbian cult, That's though. <laughs> and we show up naked. <laughs> so way better. I mean, I think clothing optional is fine. But, like, <laughs> I think it would be really cool to go to go to door and be like, do you realize how uninclusive you are? Do even you even you if you're doing realize? lots of things, there's all of these things that are happening in these sub sex of society in these subgroups that most of us are that not are way aware bigger than of. You know. Yeah, right, exactly. And that we are inadvertently being disrespectful and we are inadvertently being um, ignorant. Yeah, and no harm or offense meant ever. But, like, it would be so cool to do a door-to-door campaign of, like, okay, this is what you say that's inadvertently hurtful and this is what you should be doing instead. Yeah, and, and not, like, targeted. Just, like, do you have a minute to talk about inclusivity? <laughs> <laughs> about our Lord Jesus Christ? I mean, that too, but, like... <laughs> Okay, should we talk about our second ad? No. Cryptopacy. Go what? Cryptopacy. Crypt. Cryptopsy. Cryptopsy. So like an autopsy, but like you're doing it like on a in crypt. a crypt. Yeah. I can get behind that. I'm always humming like things you would not imagine me to be humming. I don't know why. You're just weird. I know. I often take heavy metal songs and I turn them into like pop music and I sing them. I don't know why. I can't stop. <laughs> I take the melody and I'm like, la, 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 la. And you're like, that's so beautiful. What is that? And I'm like, Whitechapel. <laughs> yeah. You're just awful. You do this to me all the time. Okay. It's a song about cutting off my girlfriend's head. You know, no big deal. <laughs> okay. So, Crypt Opsy. Right? Yes. If I spelled that right. Cryptopsy. <laughs> yeah, you did. Okay, good. Um, and now info, info. Oh, Montreal. Mm-hmm. Canadian band. Okay. Making a splash on the Montreal death metal scene with their 93 demo, Ungentle Exhumation. That makes sense. <laughs> Cryptopsy were immediately recognized in Europe after signing to Germany's Invasion Records the following year. Consisting of vocalist Lord Worm, guitarist... John Lavasser and uh, Miguel Roy, bassist Eric Langlois and drummer Flo Monnier, the band released their first album, Blasphemy Made, Blasphemy Made Flesh, on the aforementioned label, followed by a Canadian supporting tour. Moving to Sweden's Wrong Again Records in 96, Cryptopsy's next effort was the eight-song EP, None So Vile, which came out immediately before Lord Worm quit the band to pursue a full-time job at a beer company. That's... Okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, why is that in the bio? I know. That's... I was just like, all right. What? Okay. They're like, fucking Lord Worm working at the beer company and he's yeah. not with us anymore. That Priorities. fucker. <laughs> Immediately replaced by ex infestation frontman Mike DeSalvo. Infestation. Infestation, sorry. Frontman Mike DeSalvo. Cryptopsy continued on their. On with their third album, 98's Whisper of Supremacy, which was recorded for Century Media. And Then You'll Beg was issued in 2000, and Century Media reissued their early recordings the following year. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's also pretty concise. 
Yeah, but a little too much for me. <laughs> okay, are we ready to Do you know what I mean? Like, it just, I'm like, okay, he went to work for a beer company, and what else happened? <laughs> That's what stuck with like, me, too. I'm like, why are we talking one, about Right, this? I'm like, that was the one, the one, like, <laughs> non-encyclopedic information in the whole thing. So yeah. that's what is now stood yeah. out. Like, it has stood out so far. Yeah. Lord Worm works at Molson, so this is what we need to know. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> he's, actually, He's stirring Molson. the beer right now. Yeah, it's in Montreal. It's definitely Molson. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Anyway, so we're gonna go listen to um, Cryptopsy. However, Crypt-op-sy. the fuck you say that. Cryptopsy. 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 I think sure. it's Cryptopsy. Okay. All right, we'll be back. So, what do you think of that band? Um. So I don't know if it's like this, the lyrics that we looked up, or if yeah. it was like I don't know if it's just the songs that we picked or whatever. Like, lyrics are a little more gory, which is, like, yeah. not my jam, but, like, very emotive. Like, very, like, super getting the point across. Um, and, again, intelligent. <laughs> yeah, like, very well, like, poetically well written. Again, a, a song named Slit Your Guts. Who knew that it would be so intelligently written like poetry? Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Um, I don't think I liked the um, music as much this time. Yeah. And... And I don't know what you thought of this vocalist, but I felt like this guy was burping. Like, I felt more like this was just that endless, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like that endless just, like, burp into the microphone. And and I apologize. Like, the writing is good, but I don't like the... Again, they're not my favorite. Like, the one that we're going to listen to next, that's my favorite of these. <laughs> of course. I but cannot I just, wait. <laughs> I think, I mean... I thought that the lyrics were very, like, um, provocative. Yeah. And really... And not just in a shock kind of way. No, like, you really, like, it was it was weird because it was almost more shocking because you had to kind of, like, really listen. Like, you had to really, like, you had to read the out. whole thing. Yeah, so to speak. Like, you really had to... Because I was obviously having to read it. But, um, like, you really had to really fully understand what was being said. And it was kind well, of Well, you had like, to think to even understand what was being said. Like, it's not... Yeah, it's nice kind of that way. So it's yeah. it's kind of, like, interesting lyrics just on the surface, but then if you stop and think, it's kind of a little bit horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like... Split your guts. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, I Like, it... Like, um, as advertised, it felt more... Brutal. Like, uh, to my ears. Um, and, and it was like a lot of smashing on cymbals and a lot of like, yeah, like the vocals were not the important part. You can still see like this very talented musicians. Totally. Yeah. Because, and I didn't mean smashing in a negative way. I mean, like, it's just the sound, but like, um, what I'm, but but you're right. Because to be able to a perform at that speed and to, (laughs) um, be able to keep your timing and, and do everything perfectly when it's such an intense sound and like one miss or one mistake would make such a huge difference because like it takes out of the wall of noise so to speak it is a wall of noise yes it is a wall of noise yeah, yeah. but but i mean that's what they're going for right yeah. like according this is, to we're the coming to get you and your whole family <laughs> yeah but like we're on our horses right now but it's not even like an on our horses way though for me like it's it's more like have you seen mad max Yes. Yeah. It's more like that. Yeah. Like this giant wall of like 
mm-hmm. shit coming your way, yeah. as opposed to like the last one where I felt more like like let's stand up and like let's go we're do in this. the chariot with these guys. Yeah, yeah, let's stand up and go do this together. Like anyone that can come. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, I felt more was like you better fucking run, bitch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, hey, cool, but like, not really the vibe I go for. Yeah. So, huh? There you go. That's my opinion. There you go. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, can we talk about the next band, please? You're obviously in a rush to do so. I love them. Why? They're called Deicide. Deicide. Oh, I see why you love. See, them get it, get it. Yeah, I <laughs> um, I just what I wrote is I love Deicide. She <laughs> literally dark. put multiple O's in it. I did. It's dark. It's gritty. It's but you know what? She only put one extra O because two would just be like too much work. It's excess. Yeah. She's like, I, it's obvious that I meant more than one. So I don't need three. Like, cause I have things to do. I'm busy. I don't need to spend time <laughs> writing extra O's. You get it. <laughs> oh, you're such but a it's man. also kind of groovy. It's got like this groove to it that you're like, Ooh. whatever. Do, do. No, because yeah. it makes you want to say Louvre instead of love. Because Louvre you only put groovy. two, so it almost looks like another word instead of like an elongated word. I also wrote highly enjoyable. No, you. <laughs> you're not like your notes to yourself aren't Google reviews. <laughs> no. But why do you write them like Google reviews? Highly enjoyable. That's your. That's your <laughs> description. Yes. You're just ridiculous. Do you want to look them up? I mean, whether I do or not, I have to. So, like, why are you even asking? Um, My ex said that the first time he heard Deicide, it was like, he was like, oh, my God, like, the devil's going to come through the radio and get me. Because <laughs> he was a child, right? And it was, like, really scary. It was, like, his first experience with brutal metal. And I thought that was really funny. <laughs> that is horrifying. But, yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, a punishing American death metal group with a penchant for pairing uncompromising decibels with controversy, Deicide emerged in the late 80s alongside contemporaries like Hannibal Corpse and Carcass. Based out of Tampa, Florida, the band poisoned the mainstream in 92 with their sophomore effort Legion, which became one of the best-selling death metal LPs of the Nielsen sound scan era. Uh, did they mean poisoned in a good way? I'm confused. Employing a lethal mix Isn't of poison always a good thing. Well, <laughs> see why I'm confused. Um, Deicide's championing of animal sacrifices and anti-Christianity rhetoric yielded attacks from religious organizations and animal rights groups. Bomb threats from the animal militia culminated in an explosion at a Stockholm venue in '92 and helped make one them one of the more prominent social and sonic antagonizers in the '90s death metal scene. The group continued to mine the deaths. Deaths of depravity and despair well into the 2010s, occasionally tempering their death metal assault with forays into more melodic forms of extreme metal. Uh, I lost my spot because I tapped the wrong thing. That's okay. I feel like Um, we understand. Which they did in the late 2000s, but 2013's In the Minds of Evil and 2018's Overture of Blasphemy marked a return to the brutality of their Legion days. Formed in 87 under the name Amon by guitarist uh, Brian Hoffman, bassist vocalist Glenn Benton, guitarist Eric Hoffman, and drummer Steve Asheim, the quartet released their first demo, Feasting the Beast, in 87, followed by second demo, Sacrificial, in 89. Shortly after the release of the latter, the band inked a deal with Roadrunner Records and changed their name to Deicide at the label's request. Their eponymous full-length debut dropped a year later and featured a re-recorded versions of the songs from Sacrificial as well as two new cuts. 
uh, pugilistic in its ferocity, Deicide would go on to become one of the more revered death metal LPs of the decade. 92's Legion saw the band upping their technical game, delivering a brutal barrage of complex riffs and intricate song structures that helped make it one of the group's most respected and profitable outings. Subsequent Roadrunner efforts like Once Upon the Cross in 95, Serpents of the Light 97, Incineratum uh, 2000 and In Torment in Hell in 2001 followed suit, but the band's relentless pace, both in the studio and on the road, eventually took its toll. By the time Deicide released Scars of the Crucifix via Earache in 2004, the band's inner turmoil had grown to match their combustive oral attack, um, resulting in the departures of both Hoffman brothers, the siblings who would later reform Amon. After recycling through potential players, the band settled on ex-Cannibal Corpse guitarist Jack Owen and six-stringer Ralph Santala, formerly of Death and Iced Earth both of whom made their studio debuts on the group's eighth long player, 2006's The Stench of Redemption. The LP proved to be Deicide's most successful outing to date, peaking at number 11 on the Heat Seekers chart. 2008's Till Death Do Us Part saw the band experimenting with elements of doom metal as did 2011's To Hell With God, the latter of which saw the group move from earache to century media. Santola left the fold in 2012 and was replaced by Kevin Curran, who made his first studio studio appearance on 2013's In the Minds of Evil, which marked a return to the inner... Inexorable old-school death metal attack of past outings. It would be the last DSI album for Owen, who left in 2016. The band tapped monstrosity guitarist Mark English for album number 12, 2018's Reliably Unrelenting Overtures of Blasphemy. I think you're going to find that the vocals are much easier to hear. Okay. Yes. Are you ready? Um, okay. Can I talk about something real quick? Because sure. I'm curious. Is it like, because I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like most um, bands in other types of music don't like switch around so much. Hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like, like a lot of these bios are like, half of it is like, and then this guy left, and then this guy got mad, and then this guy told him to fuck off, and then this guy came in, and then this guy <laughs> and thought then he was a dickhead. this guy started working at Molson. And then this guy went, yeah, and this guy goes work for a beer company. And I'm just like, why you guys got to fight so much? I don't Like, know. is it just like the... I think it's like artistic. Yeah. It's like too many mean, artistic like, people in one room, and they're like, but I, mean, but I don't like that. And then they yell at each other. I mean, okay, can we just like, Bare Naked Ladies, I think, has had like one switch in like 20 years. Like Aerosmith has had like... Like, yeah. someone's going to correct me. But you know what I'm saying? I Like, hear why you. is it, like, every single person is different than the original except one guy? I don't know. Maybe that one guy is, like, a tyrant. Dickhead. And he runs a tight ship. Tight ship. But, like, and again, I, I so feel like... jumping off the ship. And I don't... And I don't know anything about the internal workings of this kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. it seems weird to me that even the other one was like, oh, yeah, they hired these people. Mm. And I'm like... To me, it's always more of a, like, I always thought that, like, bands were more of a collaboration, and you would, like, think, invite these people. I think it's exactly what I just said. Like, it's one guy who has a vision and has a thing, and then he's like... And this not- is my band, and this is how we're going to do it. Yes. As opposed to other genres where they're more collaborative. Yeah. So do you think that's more common in metal? Probably. Because, like, it's weird to me, like... Well, when you look at the lyrics and you look at what we're looking at, like, it's very complex. It's very intense. Like, I feel like you almost have to have someone who's, like, in charge and at the helm of everything because there's just so many working, moving parts. I guess. Like a conductor? 
Yeah. <sighs> okay. I guess I'll take that answer because, like, you don't have a better one. So. I don't know. And I'm not, like, a dude in a metal band, so I can't. <laughs> I should... But that's the answer I have. Hey, if anyone if any has a better you, answer. Yeah, if you guys in metal bands, do you think that, do you think that metal bands change partners? <laughs> You think? No, I'm serious. Do she you did think, like a little wink when she said that. <laughs> do you think that? Uh, do Do you think that metal bands reorganize or have new members more often in their careers than other bands, than more mainstream music or than other just other DM genres us. in general? Yeah, let me know. Put it in the comments. Whatever. If you if you care and if you want to answer, uh-huh. I want to see what your opinions are because I don't know anything about this stuff. Yeah. I think it's feel really free to jump on in and metal cage it. Metal metal cage us. Me. Yeah. Okay. DSI, it's happening. We'll be back. Okay, we listen to DSI. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> um, actually, I enjoyed that. Like, yes. <laughs> I mean, I I did like that. I could hear the lyrics more, as you said. Uh-huh. I would be able to. I really enjoy lyrics. As we did, you all find it groovy. No. Um, like it's kind of catchy. Okay, I'm insane. Groovy and catchy are not necessarily words I would apply to this song. However, I did enjoy it. What? Okay, in the realm of brutal metal where things are kind of harder to digest, yes. this is catchy. I'll take your word for it. Just well, compared to the other two we listened to? This was this was a lot easier on the ears. And this was a lot... Um, I, I feel like they, to some degree, adhered to the brutal definition of like... Uh, like the voice was hard as fuck, and yeah, yeah, and but the voice was um, not overstated. It was not over top of everything else. No, um, the other music was very like the instrument was quite a lot louder than or than, not louder, but like vocals. equal to the vocals, which is usually the opposite. You know what I mean? Like I did, I did see how they adhered to this style, um, but I did like it better. I really liked the vocals better, and I liked. Mm-hmm. I found that it was like even though they like adhered to the style, I felt like it was like. Um, like just a cleaner way it of doing cleaner, it. It is cleaner, yeah. Yeah, cleaner's the word I want. Yeah. Like it and so like you know it's not so much that like wall of noise sensation. I mean it still is. It's still brutal death metal, but it's a little easier to Yeah. swallow. It's like Can you see how a child would be like the devil is going to come out of the radio and get me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is evil. And especially because where you might like and especially because you can hear the lyrics yeah like whereas in other metal you can't necessarily understand what they're saying so it's just like oh like some guy singing like over this music da 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 but then this one is like not only can you hear him but he's like the devil is coming you're gonna <laughs> die like yep yep it's happening yeah it's all happening right now <laughs> so like i could see that yeah so we like deicide that's our verdict yeah, I did. I did actually like that. Which, like, are you surprised? I kind of am. I, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're dealing with this episode so much better than I thought you would. And maybe you're going to deal with um, Gorecore better than I anticipate. It is the violence that... I have such issues. I have issues like, with violence, too, which is why, like, Boozy's helping us. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have to, like, hold our hand and walk us through it or something. <laughs> and then we're going to cry. Because I just, like, I promise, Boozy, I'll try not to cry. <laughs> like, I'll fuck you, but I'll try not to cry. <laughs> Don't fuck Boozy. I'm not going to fuck anyone. <laughs> anyway. Keep uh, your dick at home. <laughs> 
But I, I, I'm nervous about this because I, I don't do well with scary movies. Me As either. I think we have previously mentioned on this podcast, I like to watch little kids' movies. See, I like scary safe. things, but I like them to be psychologically scary. I don't no. like gore. No, I don't For want it to be sake of scary gore. at all. No scary. And and like like. I have been on a farm for most of the last three years. I have helped in a post-mortem C-section. Like, I am not squeamish when it oh, comes I'm to, like... Oh, I'm not squeamish either. Blood everyday functional, like, the kid is bleeding, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not so great with puke, but otherwise I'm good. Yeah. But, like... I have performed I all sorts like, of things that normal people will not perform. Right. Just, like, on a medical You just stance. have to... You just have and to... And I'm okay with there. it. Like, yeah. I'm not squeamish in any ways. The thing that bothers me is the idea that someone would want to hurt someone else. Well, and just, like, the... And I have a lot of empathy, and then I feel like yes. I'm the person being hurt, and I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Yucky. Yeah. And I just... I think, um, for me, and I run into this all the time, is, like, I, I feel so much like our society, like, wants to revel in it. Yeah. And they want to, like... Well, this is the Coliseum of the modern age. I guess, yeah. And I just... Yeah. it. It's just like, like it makes my guts squirm. Like it's yeah. just gross. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's one of the reasons or ways that I feel like really removed from modern society, because the stuff that everyone else is like, oh yeah, like watch these shows of ambulances and drama and people getting sick and people getting hurt and people getting raped and, and people getting cut up because you and, and I, getting whatever. Maybe it's because that's more real life for us. Like, <sighs> like I've been in horrible situations and I've been able to deal medically with all sorts of things and like so we've had it firsthand whereas like other people are completely removed and so they're almost seeking it out maybe and actually as far as the empathy thing goes actually I know like um, I had this discussion with a friend once that empaths actually will like try to cleanse their emotional palate and usually they do that by like over stimulating one specific emotion Mm. so like some people is horror like, because it's very controllable nowadays, because you can watch those shows or watch those movies and be in control. And so it's so it's something that empaths seek as a cleansing thing. And so it's always interesting. There's some people that I know that are just, like, the squishiest little cuties, and they're like, yeah, I go home and watch horror. And I'm just like... Why? For why? <laughs> like, and they're just like, yeah, I just, like, I just need to get it out almost. Yeah. And, and for me, it's kitty movies. Like, I want that... I want that purity mm-hmm. and that's like a cleanse for says me. the girl who has like giant unicorn keychains <laughs> fuck you that are like plushies like yeah oh my mm-hmm. gosh when we were talking about this she was like oh we need to like take some pictures like put up and she's like so you know i like will bring my cauldron mug and you bring your unicorn mug <laughs> and i'm like what makes you think i have a unicorn mug and she's like i just assume that you do no i said do you? Yeah. And I'm like, that's irrelevant. <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> the point is, do you think I have one? You just assume I have one? I do. Why would you make assumptions about me? How ignorant. <laughs> what are you thinking? Oh, my God. We're so opposite. And yet, it all works. So, should we talk about this next band? Or are we just going to take a break for a minute? Um... Yeah, we I we have to record this one in two pieces. So yeah, so let's just stop so that it's all fresh. Okay. And so we're gonna talk about suffocation, suffocation. and skinless bio. Skinless. Skinless. Next. Mm-hmm. Okay. Suffocation and skinless. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna be good. Okay. So yes. <laughs> you are enjoying this so much more than I expected. To be continued. To be continued. I'm scared. Okay. We'll be back, guys. 
Okay, so the next band that we are gonna look at today is Suffocation. I just, you know, the band names are so creative. <laughs> Would you I didn't prefer know there were so many ways to talk about like dismembering and dismantling people until Would I started listening to Would you prefer asphyxiation? Ex I can't say the word anymore. Asphyxiation. <laughs> there goes your set. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Autoerotic as asphyxiation. Yes. Would How that be are you better? saying it? Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Can you say it again? I don't know if I can now. <laughs> now I feel like I want to read the word. Isn't it asphyxiation? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just teasing this you. This is what our listeners okay. want to listen to. Is us you started to it. Figure out how to pronounce This is your words. fault. You started the podcast. You started the conversation. <laughs> it's all your fault. Okay. So, um, so we're listening to Suffocation. And I don't know. Is not is there a metal band called like Asphyxiation? Probably. We should look it up. There probably is. It's probably also I, auto-erratic Asphyxiation. I, no. <laughs> I don't want to hear that one. No. Haven't you ever been choked... Like on purpose? Yeah, like during sex. During sex? Yeah, I like right so. before you come. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Me neither. <I'm... laughs> Why have you? No. Um, I mean, like I'm aware that this is a thing, and I'm aware that this is people something that people do, and I certainly like had like a hand placed in my throat in, in passionate moments, but I would never say that That's I've been hot. like totally fucking hot yeah. but I would also not say that I've ever been like choked during sex like do you know what I mean yeah I also like from my understanding there's kind of an art to it yeah and I would not want to be the person that someone learns badly on <laughs> that's true especially yeah. you know, wait till I get my tattoos so you can't see the bruising and uh, then fuck it I mean if you need to <laughs> you gotta like you gotta count how long because you gotta you know. count while you're humping and coming no, while you're choking the person you... No, no, I understand, but how yeah. do you, like, hump and choke and count at the same time? You just gotta make sure it's not too long, because you don't want to... <laughs> accidentally. You know, kill someone. Yeah, right. Just yeah. accidentally. I believe it's, like, five to ten seconds or something. I can't remember. Yeah. I, the, but I'm, I haven't done this either, so... <laughs> obviously not. No. So, I mean... I'm a vanilla girl. Wasn't it, wasn't there, like, we were looking up our friends' astrological profiles, and, or you were looking up something about, like, how people would die, almost. Oh, yes. And one of our friends, it was like, he was a sexual be careful accident. sexual accidents. Yeah. And so we said to his wife, just, you know, if he asks to try choking, <laughs> just, just tell don't. him no. Just don't. Mm-mm. Just something else. That was in Also, his don't hang charts. him from ceilings or anything. That was in everybody's chart. In yeah, there. and I wouldn't tell you my info because I didn't it was want to know. Certain, you won't tell me anything. I, you're right. I, I don't. just found out when her birthday was. We've been friends for like three years. <laughs> I found out after her birthday when her birthday was. And then she put in her calendar, fucking bitch. Oh, it's in my brain forever. Whatever. <laughs> Next year, I'm going to I don't like people knowing you. my birthday. I'm going to attack you with balloons. You're going to love it. I will beat you to death. <laughs> with balloons? No, with my fists. Well, according Come to my on, astrological that's culture, believable. I'm going to die in a car, so you could just take me in a car ride. <laughs> you know that you're going to die by a car accident, and you drive around with me? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you really do give no fucks. Nope. I'm not afraid of that at all. I don't know why. <laughs> Driving with me or death? Um, Death by car accident. No? No. 
do you think there's worse like ways? There's worse ways to go. Yeah, relatively. Mm-hmm. You just got to make sure you're going real fast. Yeah. So get on. That. <laughs> I mean, if you want to die going real fast, I'm the girl to drive with. But speaking of death, suffocation. Right. 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 We yeah. were gonna suffocate. I mean, we were gonna listen to suffocate. Yes. Which it sounds even worse because it sounds like you're gonna listen to someone sit here choking. <laughs> Gasping Again, for air. never done it. Uh huh. Uh huh. We believe you. <laughs> Everyone right now believes you. Okay, so the bio thingy. Yeah. Okay, death metal band Suffocation were formed in New York in the nineties, comprising vocalists Frank Mullen, guitarist Doug Cerrito, and Terrence Hobbs, bassist Chris Richards, and drummer Mike Smith. The group's ninety-one debut album Effigy of the Forgotten became quite influential in the grind slash death metal community. Released on Roadrunner Records, it was followed two years later by Breeding of the Spawn. I really like that name. That's a good name. I enjoy that. After the release of the Human Waste EP, man, that can be taken so many ways. Uh, Smith left <laughs> Suffocation and was replaced by drummer Doug Bond. By 95, the second lineup had issued its first album, Pierced From Within. The band broke up soon after, disheartened by label problems and lack of direction. A mystery album, Despise the Sun, floated around due to record label politics until Relapse finally released it in the summer of 02. The band reformed in 03 and began working on its fourth studio album, the resulting Souls to Deny, which marked the return of original drummer Mike Smith, arrived the following year and effectively ended the group's six-year hiatus. Suffocation's eponymous fifth outing... We need to look up that word because they call it that every. That is in almost every metal thing we've Eponymous? read. Eponymous? Yeah. I don't know. I like literally cannot think of another time I heard that word other than reading death metal, like metal reviews or yeah, bios. I don't know either. Sorry. I've I- never like. We will look it up later. Okay. Saw releases in 2006 and was followed by 2009 by Blood Oath, which marked the band's first official entry in the Billboard charts. Pinnacle, Pinnacle of Bedlam, the group's seventh studio album, arrived in thir- 2013. By 2017, when Suffocation released Of the Dark Light, Frank Mullen and Terrence Hobbs were the only constant members of the band, spinning it, spanning its full history. The album also included bassist Derek Boyer, who had been with the group since 2004, and guitarist Charlie Arago and drummer Eric Marotti, both of whom joined in 2016 and made their recording debut with Suffocation of the Dark Light. On Of the Dark Light, sorry. Okay, so this once again brings me to the Why Metal Bands Gotta Switch Members So Much... Did we get any responses to that? Does anyone have any idea? Are they just all bougie fucks or what? Well, we haven't released this episode, so no, we didn't get Damn any it. responses. I didn't, did we talk about it last time? <laughs> no, we talked about it. Like, oh, I thought we were talking about we're it another episode. we're doing this in a two-part. So, no, 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 no. But I thought we talked about it before, before. No. Oh, darn. See, I really want an answer. Well, maybe someone will be nice and give us an answer. That, like, right now? We're waiting. <laughs> we're we're going to stop recording and wait for you to give us the answer to the podcast. We but again, released. we'd have to release yeah. it. So just we saying. Just, we, we just end it right here and wait for an answer. No. Okay, <laughs> let's go listen to Suffocation. Okay, so we're listening to Suffocation. Again, it's, I, like, I don't mind the band name. Like, at least it's not other things that I'm not going to say because I don't. Like Cannibal Corpse? No, like <laughs> Megan Infested Buttholes. <laughs> things like that. I told you, not happening. Okay. So, um, I just like, but it sounds weird to say we're gonna go listen to Suffocation because it sounds like we're sitting in the room beside the people that are having the choking sex. <laughs> I'm not against it. <laughs> 
You wouldn't be. I would be having a panic attack. It's a problem. Yeah. Okay, well. anyway. Yeah. Okay, suffocation. Woo! Woo-wee! All right, how do you feel about suffocation? Okay, so, like, it... So, and maybe this is a problem that I'm going to have with metal now that I've been paying more attention and I'm learning more things. But, like, they're not the same band as they were. Like, we listened to two different albums, right? Mm -hmm. At my request. Yep. You were surprised. Mm -hmm. That we played a couple off whatever randomly popped up on Spotify. And then I was like, what year is this from? Yeah, exactly. Because to be blunt, I thought it was shit. Because the vocals weren't that great. The music was disjointed, um, and the lyrics, even when I would read them, were nigh incomprehensible. They were a bunch, a bunch of, like... Darkness. They were just, like, a bunch of one-liners. Like, have you seen the Lego movie? Yes, I love yeah, the Lego Batman. Movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lego Batman. <laughs> I only work in black. Right. <laughs> black yeah. and gray. If you have any black or gray pieces, hand them to me. Like, <laughs> this is... Like, it, and it was just, it was just, like, a bunch of random one, like, okay... And in the Lego movie, there's actually a part where he's, like, he's playing on his spaceship, his, his music, own music, yes. and it's like, darkness, no parents, <laughs> and it's just, like, it doesn't make any sense to anyone but him, and he's rocking out, Yeah. and, and like, the girl that likes it is, thinks it's amazing, and everyone else is like, what is this? <laughs> like, this, that was the whole vibe. That's how you feel about suffocation? No, that's how I feel about 2002 suffocation. Ah... Uh... Um, I felt that, like, the I, lyrically... But then we listened to, like, the latest album. Yes. And that was actually pretty good. It was much improved. Um, and the lyrics even were better. Yes. Like, they were actually an entire sentence, as opposed to just, like, <laughs> random one-liners, like, disjointed. I felt like it was that kid in in high school that's like, I'm a poet. I'm very deep. <laughs> right. And then totally. he's not saying anything about anything. Right. And <laughs> he's just like darkness yes bad things yes. <laughs> all the depth of my soul yes, yes yes okay and where are we going with this yeah and and then it's just like mm, it's not good also the older stuff i felt like and don't kill me people but um i felt like this is what metallica would sound like if they were actually metal you said that uh-huh and i thought that was funny and i was like are you really <laughs> gonna say that on air because like yeah but also there was like riffs that were like Metallica. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely hear that. That is a stolen Metallica riff. <laughs> you can definitely hear the influence they yes, used. They huge. were influenced. Yes, they were. Air quotes. Um, but so, so I, so then, I couldn't believe that this band had continued for this many years when they suck so bad. So I was like, could you play something from their current album? Because yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> that they still sound like this. And so I would say that their newest album was billions of times better. Yeah, the lyrics actually meant something. Yep. And it sounded And better. I can see <laughs> the singer had changed, right? And Oh, did they? I believe that's what the bio said. Okay. That only that there's only two original members oh, and one yes. of them. Oh, yes. Okay, the okay. Um and so but and so I They took Lego Batman and they threw and so, him off the ship. And so I liked his tonality better and I okay. liked I liked his um I liked that there was more melody in the lyrics in the more recent album. Yes. But I didn't like the disjointed way it was being sung. 
Like, I don't expect it to be melodic because it's <laughs> brutal metal. Because it's not. We're not doing melodic death no, metal yet. But no, we will. No. Really? That's a thing? Oh, my God. I fucking love Fuck it. Fuck my life. Okay. Anyway. Moving. Melodic anything is for me. <laughs> it's like when you're, like, being tortured and they're like, oh, yeah, this other torture we're going to do later. I'm like, we're going to do more? <laughs> oh, I thought that you were going to say, like... Metal was, like, torture, and then melodic was nice, so it was like, we're torturing you, but we're going to light some candles. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but we're going to light some candles. There'll be a yeah. little bit of aromatherapy during yeah. your torture. <laughs> yeah. We've decided to burn you with essential oils today. <laughs> yes. And scented hot wax. Yeah. You're, you're yeah, good to go. It's much better. <laughs> it's so much more relaxing this yeah. way. Um, so our next <laughs> band is called Skinless. 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 <laughs> I like them. Do they perform skinless? Not that I know of, but maybe. Really talented. <laughs> Be cool. But what do you do for an encore? You take your guts out of your butthole. Ew. Why? <laughs> Throw them at the ground. That's gross. I hope no one. I don't know what to tell that. you, bro. <laughs> you're never gonna get me to a metal show. You, you at the beginning of all this, you're like, someday we're gonna take you to metal show after you're like medjimicated, and we're gonna get you there. And I'm like, no, that's a terrible idea. She's I like, won't yeah, take you to like a gore and one show. Day we'll put you in a mosh pit, and I'm like. Why would you do that? I won't take you to do a gorecore show. Is that better? No. And I won't take you to a brutal metal show. Maybe we'll go to like a stoner metal show and we'll smoke weed and hang out. And be stereotypes. Yes. I mean. I was listening to Sleep yesterday. That would be a first for me. <laughs> I was listening to Sleep <laughs> yesterday and I was like, this band is so fucking awesome. And like, I can't wait till we get to the stoner metal because you're going to love it. Can we do it now? No, Can we trade it for the rest of this episode? Out of the hat. No. Fine. I'm going to pull it out of the hat today. Okay. I'm going to fucking do it. Let's do it. Jonathan pulled the Viking one when he wanted it. I'm going to fucking pull the weed one. Okay. I want stoner metal if it's any fucking good. Because (laughs) frankly... It's fantastic. There's a lot of... But the songs are long. Because stoners. What? Yeah. Why, Why does stoners have to do with long songs? Because you don't remember that you already listened to it. <laughs> it just keeps going and you're like, ooh. I think even Stone, I'm like, how long have we been listening to this shit? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, it's been five years. Yeah, you're like, we have been listening to this forever. Have we even moved? Did we go I back in time? <laughs> What's happening? I'm panicking, man. You're like the best stoner ever. <laughs> I'm the worst stoner ever. <laughs> You're the most entertaining stoner ever. <laughs> Does that help? Nope. Okay, so I'm sorry. Skinless is who we're yes. supposed to be listening and to. And I'm next. saying that I really like them. I felt that they were kind of blackened. Blackened brutal metal. Blackened brutal mm-hmm. metal. Could you explain to me what that means? Well, blackened has oh. to do with black metal, which you haven't heard yet. Oh, good. So I'll be confused? No. It's just it feels blackened to me. And it's groovy, I said, which I loved. You said it was groovy. You described a genre of metal as a band. There's also groove metal, you know. It's in the hat. What the fuck? Groove metal is is nothing safe from metalheads. I love groove metal. I mean, (laughs) can I shake my ass? Sure. Oh my god, it's a long bio. It's really long. You know how I love these. Mm-hmm. Bleah. 
Of, I believe that's a that, that's a lyric in the song that's coming up. Oh, good. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Yeah. Okay, go on. Of skinless. A venerable American death metal and grindcore outfit, New York skinless began coughing up guttural slabs of kinetic, groove-laden brutality in the early 90s. Groove. They have one of those funky marketing guys who thinks he's good at stuff. Ugh. Maybe he is. <laughs> I feel like he's not. Building off the sonic malevolence laid down by extreme metal pioneers like Suffocation and Obituary, the band lethally mixed satire and sav... Can... This is... You're really going to make me read this? It's insulting. It says it insults your intelligence? Is that what you're saying? It insults everyone's intelligence. I'm not joking. That's what Skinless wants you to read. offensive. I I don't think that they... Look it. I'm pretty sure... No. I'm pretty sure, like their manager or somebody who like thinks he's awesome wrote this uh-huh. and didn't get somebody who doesn't think he's awesome to proofread it. Mm. Just putting that out there. Okay. <laughs> I hate these things. Um, just for the record, Suffocation had a great bio. Succinct, to the point, informational. It was but you great. thought they sucked some mm, of the time. I thought the newer stuff was better. Yeah. But I... But I also, like, I'm having, like, in general with Brutal, I'm having a hard time because it's, like, intentionally overpowering the lyrics. Yes. And so there's no anchor anywhere in the music because everything is kind of, like, played, like, all on the same, like, I feel like I need to be in the mood for it. It isn't something that I listen to all the time. Like, so, so for me, because it ends (laughs) up, it, it just becomes, like, a wall. Like, it's just a wall of noise now. It's not music anymore. Like... After 30 seconds, like, unless you're actively listening to it, like, it's not background music. No, it's it would, like, not. It would, like, it would be like having the TV on static in the background. Yeah. Like, why? I don't know. No, I you just... know what it would be like? Do you remember, do you remember when we first had internet and we get dial-up and the like... noise it would make? <laughs> like that? Yeah. Yeah. It would be like having that in the background. Yeah. I would. I don't go know. Insane. There's sometimes where I really enjoy, it and I'm like, I'm with them. I'm on the chariot. We're gonna go spear some motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay, so are we listening to Skinless? Do we have to? We're gonna. Then sure. Okay, let's we'll go. Back. <laughs> okay. Skinless. Um. Again. Groovy. Like, the the musicality was good. Like, it was yeah, something yeah. you could kind of, like, um, you know, nod your head to or whatever. But um, I saw you. I saw you nodding. I did. I nodded. Yeah. You, you were impressed. I was. Um, not in... You nodded because it's groovy. I know you say it's not, but it is. But, like, groovy to me is, like, 60s music and, like... It's groovy, la, like... You know. Catchy, almost. Like, it's catchy. got a groove. Like, it's got a real flow to it, man. See, I'm not catching a flow at all. It's okay, like never mind. But I feel like most metal is like very like beat. Like it had a very heavy beat. It was yeah. very like you like it made sense more. I think it's the bass I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I love me a good bass line. I didn't um I didn't hate it. I really enjoy them. I can tell. But I, again, like, I just, like, it's all, it's just a big wall of noise after 10 seconds. Like, if you are not, like, 
sitting there intensely listening. It's well, again, this is not easy listening. This is no. not pop music. This and, is like, <laughs> and even, but even like, even when you are intensely listening, like there's so much going on. It's hard to differentiate between the instruments and between the sounds. And I understand that that's like the genre, yeah. but it's like also like why. It's also why you maybe wouldn't prefer this genre. Yes, it is yes. one of the big reasons. <laughs> but remember, in our first band, Dying Fetus, you were like, okay, this makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but okay, and so. So you have so, respect for well, the genre, have, but you're not going to listen to it all the time. Probably. But also, the other thing, yes, that's probably accurate. But the other yeah. thing is that, um, and I meant to, but I kept forgetting to talk about that the lyrics. Oh, yeah. Is that I would say, like, we kind of talked about it with Suffocation, and I, like, the the lyrics from the new album are actually very good, and I was very yes. impressed and quite existential and very, like, I really felt conveyed a point as opposed to just, like, trying to convey Dead drama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, con- conveying a message versus conveying an emotion. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very, it's like they grew up. Yep. And so. Which is fair. Like, totally. Gonna Everyone's going to grow up. Yeah. yeah. Um,. But it, I think they've uh, ripened very well with age. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess with some lots of band member changes, it sounds like. But anyway. Um, and then so this group, Skinless. Skinless, I actually thought the lyrics were very intelligent. Yeah. And very actually, like... Poetic. Poetic and enjoyable. Um, although, like, I wouldn't know that without looking them up again. Yeah. And... That's and again, I, <laughs> I felt like there was very little like up and down or differentiation in the is like the burping into the mm. microphone vocals for me. Um, and so again, that's I something no that I think I is that. really like funny about um, like the brutal death metal and all that kind of stuff is that I don't know people think it's so scary and stuff, and then you read the lyrics and it's never what you think it is. And it's actually kind of beautiful. Yeah, it is, but well, also and it's like also like really. And maybe what I really like about it is it's just, it's kind of like, um, existentially rebellious. Yes. And, and I appreciate that. But also sometimes it's funny because like, sometimes it is funny. You're right. Yes. One of the bands like that we're going to listen to during Gorecore is a band I love called Bloodbath. And whenever I of listen course. to them, I'm just like, this is just funny. Like, this is just hilarious. And you guys think it's so scary. It's so serious. But like, I can hear what you're saying and it's funny it's funny in it's like cartoonish nonsense kind of it's way like overdone yeah but like not in a bad way no, in no, a no, funny but way like in yeah. an intelligent yeah, yeah. intentional way yeah they're almost making fun of like the satire. genre on themselves by themselves yeah. like it's just hilarious so i just i love it when people actually read the lyrics of these things like, wait a second wait what <laughs> Yeah, because it's hidden. Like, these, like you said, as far as skinless, they had really poetic, beautiful lyrics, and yet, you'd never know. I I would honestly never know. You would never know. And I don't, like... That's what I mean. It's like, it's almost a a secret society. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you have no clue. I definitely, I definitely, um... I mean, I respect all music. And even from the beginning of the podcast, I was like... You've been very I understand, open. I understand the technicality that's happening. And I understand the amount of time and attention and practice and man hours that goes into making music like this. Um, right? Like, yeah. I do get it. Um, but I just... I... I find the lyrics very... You're right. Not what I expected. But I'm also disappointed in a way because I'm like, why would you not want me to hear that? Yeah. Like, why do you make <laughs> I sure I can't hear it? 
because it's a secret society and you have to know the secret knock, which is read the fucking lyrics, bro. <laughs> I don't feel like that's true. It kind of is. <laughs> like, I, because I'm sorry, but reading the lyrics doesn't make your music enjoyable. It makes me realize that you're intelligent and asking more interesting questions than I thought, but it doesn't make your music not suck. Well, I mean, if you're old suffocation, then yes. But if you're awesome deicide, then no. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though, right? Like, the lyrics, no matter how much I like your lyrics, I'm not going to come to your concert. Oh, fair enough. That's a scene. That's a whole scene. <laughs> well, yeah. You know how I am with scenes. Yes, you don't participate in any of them, ever. If there was a scene for people like me, I would. Yeah, but you're, like, anti-scene, so... So I need an anti-scene scene, <laughs> and then it'll be perfect. Like a punk? I don't know. Is that what they are? Well, I feel like that's what they wanted to be, and then they became their own scene. <laughs> How did that go for them? Hey. You know. Are we going to do, like, a punk cast someday? Oh, my God. Please, no. <laughs> Jonathan would be super I was just going to say, like, Jonathan could help us. I just... I'm not a fan. You're not... It just has never been something that I'm not interested in. You. You no. don't get to pick. Hey. You're making me listen to metal. Hey. <laughs> hey, You're did right, you hear your lyric? lyric? <laughs> it was. He was in there. <laughs> that really was lyric. <laughs> There's this one band that I really like, and they always have like a... Ugh. Really? And I think it's funny. <laughs> like, musically they have it? Like... No, that's like the... Like, I swear to God, I haven't looked at the lyrics, but I swear to God that's the lyrics. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a word. <laughs> like, ick, but with more phlegm, you know? With, <laughs> with more phlegm. Okay. <laughs> but but more French, then. I guess so. I'm going to get in so much trouble. Okay, so, what are we... What that's else it. are we doing? That's to, it for today. What do you mean that's it today? Well, don't you remember that this was in two no, parts? No, I do remember. That's but it. like, but I do want to say um, this episode is going to go right before Valentine's Day. So I'm going to make a little PSA for all the men of the world. Fucking do something or we'll dump you. <laughs> I all feel, of us. I feel like she's not speaking for every woman in the world right now. Yes, I am. But, no. <laughs> yes. Aries. I am. Fire sign. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> but, but I think what she's trying to say is, even if your girl says it doesn't matter, it probably fucking it matters. It probably does. And you should because you're going to get really, really bummed when she says, goodbye, sir, three years from now. Three years from now. Yeah. Because of no Valentine's presents. Yeah, because we keep that shit in a log in our brain. Some people do. <laughs> And then you're in trouble in three years. Not today, not tomorrow. Mark my words. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like... Also, okay, <laughs> so I had a boyfriend who was always like, I don't care about Valentine's Day. It's not important to me. And this is how I explained it to him. And so I'm going to explain it to you men out there. Because you assume we have only male listeners. I mean, if we have girl listeners, then they're going to be like, preach That's it, right. Yeah. <laughs> So, what I told him was, imagine, for I'm a moment, imagining. imagine that there is a National Blowjob Day. Okay? <laughs> Every man gets a blowjob. From someone, somewhere. Yes. Everybody. Everybody. Oh, anyone who wants a blowjob gets one. Yes. A National Blowjob Day. Yes. And so, but you go to But your girlfriend doesn't celebrate. Exactly. <laughs> you go to work the next day. 
And all of the guys are standing around talking about these amazing blowjobs they got. And then one guy's like, yeah, like my friend, my girlfriend was there and like her friend came over. And it was like two hours, man. Yeah, it was like, what's that called when you switch off? I have no idea. That's a thing? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm a virgin. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's what they did. You, and you, had, <laughs> you should know what that's called because you know it exists. I'm a virgin. Um. <laughs> so I don't I celebrate blowjob day, but other people do. <laughs> Anyways, so, so you're you don't celebrate Valentine's and you don't celebrate blowjob day, so you're even. No, this is not what I'm saying. So you're at work, and your coworker tells you about this amazing blowjob day he had, and all of the guys go around and tell their amazing blowjob story, and then it gets to you. You don't have one. And you go, well, you know, my girlfriend, she just, she doesn't really believe in it. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I see how it is. Exactly. And now, not only... Are you dis- disappointed? And everybody's like, uh, your relationship sucks. <laughs> but also, your girlfriend is now a complete asshole to all of these people and to you. <laughs> this was the only story that got my boyfriend at the time to understand what I was saying. <laughs> so, just PSA this is just for all men. <laughs> Tomorrow don't be like, that bitch. Like, Valentine's is like blowjob day for girls and don't fuck it up for her. Don't be that bitch who wouldn't give a blowjob on blowjob yeah. day. <laughs> Just don't be that bitch. Nobody Just likes it. Just don't do it. Yeah. So that's my PSA. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> be safe. Have fun. Um, go to our Instagram, Metal Sniff Pod. Anything else? Didn't you start a TikTok? I did start a TikTok. I don't know if anyone gives a shit, but it exists. But it's there if you yeah. want it. Metal Sniff Pod you can on TikTok. Watch us be nerds. Exactly. Sounds like us. Mm-hmm. I started a Twitter too, but I don't think anyone cares about it at all. Like <laughs> you gonna post things on it, or no one's no one's gonna care if you don't post. Yeah, I also don't like Twitter, so then that kind of you're like so you know that. it's kind of like a thing where I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, so, but, like, Twitter is, like, some people really like it for notifications and stuff, and so you can just kind of, like, duplicate post all your stuff there, so at least people are getting that's notifications mm-hmm. if that's their, like, find that's out what thing. my podcast is doing platform of choice. Uh-huh. So DM us and tell us why bands change partners so often. Yes, please, because, like, are they just all poly or what? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> are they all poly? It's very <laughs> confusing. Yeah, I don't know, man. But, yeah, that's what we have to say today. Be nice to your girlfriend. Assuming you're lucky enough to have one. Or your boyfriend. If you're lucky enough to have one. Yeah. Or your person. They don't have to have a gender. If you're lucky enough to have one. Yes. Just whoever you are lucky enough to have, just don't be a dick, okay? Yeah, you're a lucky bastard just for having someone in the first place. So fucking take care of him or her or they. Okay? Of the person that you choose. Yes. The human in your life. Hopefully human. I mean, eh. No, I- I'm going to draw a line there. <laughs> humans I just only. don't self-identify as human, so I'm like, That's you true, know. That's you don't. I mean, humans or cat. <laughs> okay, that's valid. I don't okay. know how else you could have got around that, so. <laughs> Talk to you next week, Sniffers. Bye, See you Monday. Sniffers.